1: All right, welcome to the podcast. The birds are chirping; we can hear them in the background. And why why not leave the window open? Because it's it's been a uh, a vapor filled room for the majority of the morning. Euphoria joins us in the green. Room. Hey guys, hey,
0: hello you, Thanks uh, for having us. Yeah, hey,
1: thank you. I'm sorry I I was a little discombobulated when you guys arrived on the doorstep. I've been charged with this task of judging um, uh, a a cannabis contest, a cannabis cup a cup. It's called the Lift Cup. It's being put on by our sponsor of the podcast, 420 Kingston. So I have 52 different types of marijuana that I need to smoke within the next week and <laughs> judge them on... Where's my sheet? I've lost the sheet. Here it is.
2: Oh, it sounds like you're going to have a pretty good week.
1: Yeah. If anybody knows euphoria, that's us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's 52 different types here. Sativa, indica... I don't know what I'm doing. Anyway, this is <laughs>
0: tough, man. Are you up to the task? I,
1: I don't know if I'm up for the task. So far, so good. Well, you got some reinforcements here. Right? I do. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for stumbling. in. Yeah, yeah. You guys had the right right day to stop on in. Yeah, if you needed any more euphoria. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for coming in, guys. I'm excited. Uh, songs you guys are going to perform at the end of the podcast today. What are those songs? The first one's our single. It's called "Fight or Flight." The second
3: one is called Wake Me. We're hoping that's going to be our second single.
1: That's going to be the second single. So we get a taste of these two things. You guys have had some success. How long have you guys have been together? Uh, as a band, about four years now. Four years, and now there's something we are doing with Jack Daniels. It's, uh, yeah, we recently just won the
3: Jack Daniels Supporting Act Contest. That scored us uh, $6,200 and paid for our radio campaign.
1: Right on! Yeah. That's Not often do you get... A cash reward. Usually when you win some kind of a contest as a band, it's uh, studio time or a new guitar or whatever. You guys actually got cash out of somebody? Yeah, we were stoked to get
3: that prize, actually. It saved our butts,
1: yeah. And you guys have also been doing some work with uh, is it Hits FM St. Catharines?
3: That's right. We entered the uh, Hits FM rock search contest and we are now one of the final eight.
1: So, how sick are people of of you guys on Facebook saying, Hey, vote for us! Hey, vote (laughs) for us! Oh, my goodness, you know, our fans are the best in the world and we love our fans
2: and they do so much for us. And you know, like it it just makes it the world to us that they they vote for us and that they support us. you know what I mean? Like we give back to them as much as we can, so we we appreciate all their
3: fans. Absolutely.
2: Th-
0: no. This one wasn't so bad too because th- we we looked into it, and the the fan voting was worth only ten percent. Ninety percent was based on the judges' uh, criteria. You know, originality, musicianship, how well they think you'd fit in with the station. So we thought we had a good shot. So we didn't. You know, we've asked them for a lot. We've had uh, crowdfunding campaigns. We we really used their help for the Jack Daniels competition. So this one we kind of, you know, we promoted a little bit, but we weren't in their faces too hard.
1: That's nice. Mm. That's the one thing I always feel bad about with the podcast, too. It's like all my friends on Facebook. It's like, how sick are they of of me saying, hey, check out my new podcast? Or, hey, please, please. Please listen to this. I worked really hard on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just a click of a button to never see it again, right? So That's true. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I guess we have that in modern age, too. Maybe they've already clicked out. Like Maybe that's what happened a long time ago. Unfollow. Unfollow. Yeah.
0: But, yeah. Those those key fans that come up to you, like, yo, when's the next podcast? When's the new single? I want to hear that. You know? Yeah. 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 And, and,
1: awesome. and luckily, I do have those. I mean, I can... I can name them all, and I see them <laughs> most of the time at the grocery store, but at least I have them, right? Yeah, awesome, great. man. <laughs> so, will you guys, uh, um, as far as uh, recording
3: goes? Right. We have yeah. a new EP that's going to come out in July. We've been working with producer Steve Malella, who's now the drummer of Finger Eleven. He's um, been trained by like world-renowned producer Arnold Lanny, who did uh, Our Lady Peace. He wrote and produced Clumsy. He uh, he did Finger Eleven. He did Simple Plan. He's got a uh, few names behind him, and uh, Steve is the, I guess, the apprentice.
1: So he's he's taken an interest in you guys, then. That's right. It's,
0: it's pretty crazy, man. We were we were made for this. His father grew up on the same street as Arnold and Rob, the manager producer of, of these huge bands. We were we were born for
1: this. Yeah, we got pretty lucky with it. Just uh, just happened to be the right set of connections. <laughs> yes, That got you this guy at the right time too. So are you guys in studio with him right now?
3: Uh, we just finished the five songs that are going to come out in July. It's a five-track EP, and uh, we plan on doing more with him in the near future.
1: So, like, maybe even a full, full-length full record? Or, Hopefully. If we can yeah. get
3: some funding, if somebody jumps on board, any management companies
1: or <laughs> labels want
3: to help us out, we would uh, appreciate it.
1: Because labels listen to this podcast all the time. All the time. <laughs> very, very big in the label community here. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you mentioned th- these two guys grew up on the same. Where was that in? It was in York. York?
3: On the street called El Dorado.
1: Wow. Yeah,
3: right by York University. My dad grew up there and uh, Rob lived across the street. They were childhood friends. And I've always had that connection and I've always been a friend of Rob's. And when the time was right, when I felt my music and our caliber was at the level where we should work with a top-of-the-line top, line, top of the line producer, I called him and he gave us Steve.
1: Yeah, guys. I guess when you have somebody like that in your Rolodex, you don't necessarily want to call them every single time.
3: You can't no, abuse you the connection. Abuse
1: yeah. yeah. yeah you so the
3: time, the timing just worked out yeah, so perfectly. We Waited till we were ready. Yeah.
1: What do you guys, for the rest of the guys in the band, what do you guys feel made you ready at this point in time? Like, what does that? Uh, what What was the turning point, or when did the light bulb go off?
3: I think it was we finished our second EP on our own, right, with um, a local producer. And um, the time just came where we were making money, and we felt that our live show was far surpassing our recordings, and we needed a pro recording. So, and we had, we had made enough money as a band to
1: afford a high production. So, we went for it, and it just turned out for the best. Did a lot of that money that you made come from the live shows? Like, was that just touring hard and just getting out there? Playing
3: local shows mostly. Yeah, we're, we've established a three set cover gig. So now we can make money playing cover songs as well. Yeah.
0: Just around the corner, we play the Rose and Crown once a month. right. Yeah. Like Young and in there. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah great great spot.
1: Yeah, I didn't know they had live music there. I, I thought it was always just the place you go for a pre-drink before a comedy show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's right. They have the comedy show Saturdays. <laughs> yeah. We have to Probably play quiet the ready. first set because downstairs they have the quali- uh, the comedy show.
1: Oh no! Yeah. Rock and roll and comedy collide. You know, if I had to pick uh, who would win in a fight between rock and roll and comedy, I'm gonna pick rock and roll every time, man. Like I'm sorry, like, It's too aggressive. We, we, we got can't guitars, beat it.
2: man. We got drumsticks. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <Like> Tommy <laughs> Lee versus Louis C.K. There's just there's no there's no contest. <laughs> there's no contest there. <laughs> Yeah, Tommy's a bad dude. Yeah, I don't know. He's a pretty good dude. Depends he's a what good dude d- depends what he's video bad. you watch. He's bad in the best way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's Bad in
2: the
3: rock and roll
1: way. we yeah. respect that. When you guys have you guys played outside the city much?
3: Yeah, we just came back from Kingston. We played uh, the at mansion? the Mansion.
1: Do yeah. you find there's, there's a big difference between, say, for example, Kingston, you know, and Toronto playing gigs? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot tougher to generate interest in a smaller town.
3: I don't know, yeah, man. I said, no. I, it, it kinda seemed like the total opposite to be honest. Like when we're in Toronto, because we're local, people are just like, Yeah, it's another Toronto band. Yeah, they're less Whatever. interested
2: because it's so flooded in the scene right
3: now. Yeah, there's so much supply and not, or yeah, there's so much supply and not a lot of demand in Toronto. Whereas Kingston, the demand is high. Like people love to go see live music and that venue is popular. You know,
0: we, we had a hard time. We've, we, <coughs> about two months ago before the campaign, radio campaign started, we, uh, we wanted to supplement that campaign with a tour. That way he says, you know, if
1: you book a show in a city, uh, we'll get you on the radio there, you know, make a, make a whole trip of it. The, the scene in Kingston, I guess I'm just a little jaded just because I'm more familiar with it. Mm-hmm. And maybe it just seems... Maybe we just caught a good night. Or maybe you guys caught a good night, but I... Where was it? The Mansion you played? Yes. yes. The Mansion has a good reputation of just having yeah. a crowd that goes out to see live music, no matter who it is. Mm-hmm. I yeah, find, I anyways. So. It's yeah, that's how experience. it
3: felt. It was, it was an awesome experience. Everybody was really nice, helpful. The sound was great. Everybody that worked at the venue was the awesome. crowd was very engaged yes. Like their yeah.
2: eyes were on us the whole time they're watching us listening to us Dancing. Toronto sometimes when we play a lot of people are checking their
1: uh, phones checking Twitter yeah. something
2: like that you know but like you know either way we're gonna play and we're gonna leave it I feel on like Toronto's
1: become like a
3: hipster kind of city you know what I mean yeah. like oh like I don't care is is like cool <laughs> yeah. like, I don't care I don't yeah man whatever I don't care that's cool and Doesn't it's like not oh, us man. though
2: yeah no, every we time care, we man. play
0: we're gonna leave it on that stage and we're gonna give it everything we got yeah, yeah. So. there's a lot of indie music too That's it's big right now so do you we-
1: find because you guys are straight up I would say straight up rock and yeah, roll play Yeah, rock and roll. do you find that the, the the indie is just so popular you guys are being drowned out by bit. banjos a little bit <laughs> maybe no, like,
3: I, it's because they're they're flooding into the rock scene right yeah. there's a lot of indie music that we don't really consider as rock you know rock is like it's um it's an attitude, you know what I mean it's an aggressive high energy thing and indie music do- isn't high energy. it's not aggressive. it's very chill and relaxed and smooth a lot of reverb, right. And it gets lopped in with the rock scene, and it's uh, frustrating sometimes to hear, like, number one rock song, The Lumineers, and it's like, what? That's
1: not rock and roll. <laughs> and who was it, uh, Queens of the Stone Age, lost to Imagine Dragons, I think, at the Grammys a couple of years back. Yeah. For best rock record.
3: Yeah, it's it's tough to hear that kind of stuff, but uh, I guess there's just not enough... There's not enough aggressive hard rock to fill the scene. So they have to start throwing in some indie stuff.
1: Well, here yeah. you guys are. You've just arrived on the scene in the last four years. We're bringing it back, man.
3: We're bringing, We're bringing it back. It back. <laughs> There's always someone uh, bringing it back. That's us this time. You know, what's,
2: what, <laughs> what's popular to us or what's popular right now, it doesn't really matter to us because we have our goal. We have our sound. We're yeah. going to make the music that, that speaks to us. And yeah, if people catch on, we love them for it. Please, yeah, yeah, it
1: changes all the time.
3: I've always been taught that if you follow trends, you're always going to be behind. If you do your own thing, there's a chance you could be setting the trend. That's right. awfully deep. How old are you?
1: 29. 20? Oh, okay. I've all been right. around. I was going to say. <laughs> 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 well, that's great because I begged you guys as like a young young group of dudes. Oh, we're, we're pretty young. young. Well, Adam's see, 23. I, I was going to say, I thought it was 23, 24. Dylan's 20. What's your guess? I was going to say 28. I thought you were the... i um, 26, 27. I thought you were the veteran. No. Huh? No. <laughs> Dylan's 20. He's the young buck. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So he co- rocks, though.
3: <laughs> he rocks hard. He's actually filling in for our main drummer this weekend. Oh, is he? So yeah. you guys
1: have... What happened to your main drummer? Is he uh, out- he's,
3: he's in Thailand right now. Hmm. Yeah.
1: What, what's he doing in Thailand? Is he getting married? Seri- serious He's practicing business. drums
3: every day. Yeah. <laughs> he's just
2: trying to improve his skill. For real? For From real. A, a, a monk. No,
0: you guys are making this up. You know, I'm guessing he's probably riding an elephant right now. Maybe, maybe he's he's you know he's taking vacation, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's a story here that I'm not uncovering, guys. It's
3: okay, don't worry about it, man. That's uh, (laughs) that's for that's for the next podcast.
1: Yeah, we we love
2: him, man. Either way, we love him, and uh, you know we're gonna keep doing our thing.
1: All right, all right, fair enough. Sorry, Duffy's tonight, Duffy's Tavern. Uh, I saw Finger Eleven doing a. an acoustic show there not too long ago. That's right. I kind of pegged Duffy's as, as an acoustic venue, but no, they do full-on electric shows as well. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. So you guys are pretty.
3: Gonna... I've seen some pretty heavy bands there, actually. Yeah, big time.
1: Who yeah. have, have you guys
3: seen? Uh, there's a band called Centrifuge we played with a while back, and I got to say, the bass player in Centrifuge is probably the best bass player I've ever heard in my life. Every technique that you could possibly learn on bass, this guy had mastered, and they were like really progressive, like... Hard rock. Always
1: okay, the bass. progressive bands yeah. have those crazy prodigies.
2: Yeah, yeah. totally. I mean, he was so an older I don't, guy, don't remember but your yeah. name if you're listening, Centrifuge bass player, but you are awesome. Unreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs> we yeah. remember him. That was like two years ago.
1: Yeah. This is an under, I think, appreciated instrument sometimes, the bass.
3: Yeah, well, in rock music, you know what I mean? You've got your vocals and your lead guitar, right? Sometimes bass takes a backseat, but not in our band and not in the music we love to hear.
1: Yeah,
2: to so right. us, every single instrument is just as important as the next.
0: Yeah. You, you do notice it, though. I'll tell you, we're playing some shows and everybody's got their eyes on the guitar player, you know, and I'm, I'm standing on the <laughs> side rocking on the bass. i think like, yeah, that's cool. I'll just hold it down, you know. I'm, I'm good with this. I'm <laughs> uh, humble. You got to be humble, right? So. Yeah, have you ever
3: seen that picture where it's like you got a picture of the singer and then there's like 10 chicks, yeah. right? And then the picture of the guitarist, there's like seven chicks. Bass player, there's like one. And the drummer, there's one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I know there are some, like, I think there's, there's a niche groupie out there for bass players oh, I, haven't, I haven't i haven't met time, one but. yet but i know there's for drummers there is like oh there, yeah there's the hat the i heart the drummer i've seen that a few times oh, yeah. but uh bass is oh is there somebody you guys are making a funny face like you know there's a bass groupie out there
0: i'm, I'm thinking if you're out there and you're listening hey come i'm i play the bass <laughs> he's ready i can be banged <laughs> there's a
1: bass player in need of a groupie in euphoria find them online. We'll take care of you. He's a stud.
0: Yeah. We're talking guest list. Yeah. <laughs>
1: guest sure. list to every show. Uh if you want to get hold of them, the Euphoria for any uh, any reason, whether you want to date the bass player or not. Uh how can I find That's right,
3: it? spelled U F O R I A. If right. you search Euphoria, I'm pretty sure we're one of the first things that comes up on Google. If With an ask search- yeah, with U F O R I A. If you search Euphoria Band, for sure will come up for everything.
1: Okay, good. Yeah, yeah because uh, I find too, Big Chris, people always put in with a C H. It's actually with a K. Oh. Yeah, I know. Fancy you know, we read that. Yeah. <laughs> That's
2: why we call you Big K.
1: Big Yeah, everyone, people that. call me that. Oh, sometimes for short, Beaks. 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 That's yeah, cool. That's a, that's a weird old one. I assume you
2: wouldn't like BK because that's kind of like similar to Burger King.
1: No, no, no. I actually like Burger King. I was, you know what? I'm the real BK. In Kingston. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In Hear King- that
2: everybody? Forget Burger King. We got the real BK yeah, right man. here.
1: No, in Kingston, uh, th- a Burger King has never been able to stay open. <laughs> they had the maximum of two franchises in Kingston, a Burger King, and they kept closing down. And I said, That's right, there's only enough room in this town for one of us. Oh, oh man. yeah, you, you show them his boss. Yeah. <laughs> there can only be one. <laughs> That's right. That's my favorite meme on the internet right now where it shows Keith Richards like in the quickening, and it says like every time one one rock star dies, Keith Richards gets <laughs> stronger. <laughs> there could be only one. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Love you, Keith. Euphoria, their performance coming up here on the Green Room Podcast. Thanks for popping in, guys. Thank you, BK. And uh, and uh, come back anytime, uh, maybe a time when you don't have a gig later, and we yeah, can all we can uh, uh, hang out. You can, yeah, we can hang out. We can Help me fill out this sheet here. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome.
4: <laughs> the Green Room Podcast is powered by 420 Kingston and 420 Session Lounge and Microshop.
3: Let's get a tempo here. One, two, three, four, five. Again, this
4: cold and hollow room, it breathes me in when I exhale. It's all familiar. It lasts forever. Take me out of my sleep Feel it, touch me I'm held to the ground I scream, I shout No one hears a sound Shake me, wake me Is this over now? On the inside Shadows peek then hide It's holding me down I'm overwhelmed Shake me, wake me Take me out of my sleep Feel it, touch me I'm held to the ground I scream, I shout Wake me, is this over now? Is this over now? Someone stay with me Save me from this dream Shout, no one hears a sound. Shake me, wake me. Is this over now? Down to your knees again By thoughts that never end aside or get out Oh, the loaded sensors break Down make you overthink Now how you get here. Don't move to your heartbeat Then don't stand still Breathe and swallow Losers follow Go your own way, you decide Intuition, shun The time has come to choose It's fight or flight Fight Fight or flight But I know the way I want to go No turning back now ring with no direction Focus your attention Eyes on the prize do move to your heartbeat. Then don't stand still. Breathe and swallow, losers follow. Go your own way, you decide. Intuition, disposition. The time has come to choose, is spite of love. up your mind, because it's yours to find. Breathe and swallow, losers follow, go your own way, you decide, Intuition, disposition, the time has come to choose, it's fight or flight. Breathe and swallow, losers follow, go your own way, you decide. Intuition, disposition, the time has come to choose, it's fight or flight. Fight, fight or flight, fight, it's fight or flight.
0: Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars.
2: Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at
1: TheAllyMars.com.
0: Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We
1: become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves.